0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal Baseball is on the air.
1: Cole Barker catches for the final out of the inning, and that is a five inning no hitter for Aiden Marsden.
0: Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club
1: Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Paul Lang of Alien Wood Mortgage Lender, Obelia Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram, Branch County Abstract and Title, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler, Case Realty Group, CNO Insurance, Cooley's Jewelry, El Sereno Mexican Restaurant, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse, Ask Kwood PC, Hillside Motors. Sales, Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, Mancino's Pizza and Grinders, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Surpro, a branch in Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Palette and Container, Edward Jones Financial Advisor B.J. West, Willow's Bar and Grill, and Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jay Wright. First pitch. Yeah! Slay your ball to right field. Is it going to be out of here? Yep. A two
2: run homer for Nate okay. Tappenden. <laughs>
1: And warm greetings from the corner of Hatch Avenue and Green Street here on the Coldwater High School campus. Coldwater Cardinal baseball is on the air. It's an interstate eight doubleheader between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Penfield Panthers. We join action top of the fifth inning. Starting pitcher for the Cardinals, Nate Tappanen, giving up. He gave up a one-out walk to Evan Hammond here in the top of the fifth inning. Only the second base on balls allowed by and He struck out six thus far. And the Cardinals have a 4 nothing lead. I'm Sean Watson filling in for Quinn Berry this afternoon as Coach Mike Murphy because uh, uh, he had a prior engagement and your tennis practice wrapped up early, right?
3: Yes. Uh, good evening, everyone. Nice to uh, get... Uh, back on the air here to see a little Cardinal baseball tonight. Got off to a great start here so far. Nate Tappenden really throwing a strong game here in this opener. It's only
1: allowed one hit uh, against the Penfield Panthers. Swing and a miss. and That would be strikeout number seven for Nate Tappenden
4: as Joshua
1: Miller gets sent down for the second time.
4: Cameron, you missed it.
1: That'll leave things up to the shortstop, Cameron Humiston. A runner on first. That's Evan Hammond, who drew the walk as we were going on air. Cardinals scoring one run in the second inning, two in the third, and one in the fourth. As the Cardinals looking to uh, stay atop the Interstate 8. Swing, and the ball knocked down by Nate Tappanen. Rolling the shortstop throw to first is in time to get Humiston out. So the very rare 1-6-3 put-out ends the top half of the inning for the Penfield Panthers. Cardinals leading 4-0. Coldwater coming in to the doubleheader with a 9-2 overall record. 4-0 in the Interstate 8. Last action was Saturday when it was... Chile, but uh, no rain. It was a pickup tournament up at Loy Norx Lost to Bering Springs in their opener, 7-4. to Won the consolation game that tournament, 3-2 against the host Loy Norx Knights. Last time we saw the Cardinals doubleheader sweep against last year's league champion, Marshall.
3: Yeah, and that's always a big one to get for the Cardinals. Marshall, of course, has had so much success the last few years in uh, I-8 baseball. So so that was a big sweep by the Cards, and they want to keep it going tonight. They're, uh, boy, they're getting outstanding pitching from Tappenden. We hope to get Aiden Marsden back before long. He's been on the shelf, but uh, and then just some real solid hitting, good defense. You know they've got all all three parts of the game working so far to
1: to lead to this four and and0 league start. Four runs, seven hits, no errors for the Cardinals. No runs, one hit, no error for Penfield. Now in last year's Interstate Eight race, the Cardinals were third at ten and four. Penfield second at eleven and three. Marshall at twelve and two. Last year's Penfield Panthers. Finished 28-9 overall, and in fact, they eliminated the Cardinals from last year's postseason, but that was a very heavily senior-oriented squad for head coach Rob Moran. Uh, This year, so far, they are 6-8 overall, 2-2 in the Interstate 8.
3: Yeah, they had some big graduation losses, didn't they, Sean? Uh, Boy, they were so solid in all the major sports football basketball baseball last year
1: and uh, especially uh, boys basketball where they were runners up in d2 yeah yeah
3: uh, uh the young peterson uh that graduated and then he had a few
1: others too mm-hmm. Nate Tapitt and Brendan Massey Brock Thornton do up for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the fifth inning Tappet and uh the starting pitcher follows the first offering from Penfield starter Tyler Wolfersberger Yeah, heart of the order here. Let's see if the Cardinals can get some add-on runs here. The 0-1 pitch. This was a foul uh, foul grounder to the first base side, 0-2. I think Nate had a pretty big hit earlier there. Singled and scored a run back in the third inning. He also had a single back in the first inning, but uh, his uh, half of the inning uh, ended, ended... Uh the Cardinals half of the inning ended. Yo two pitch swung and missed for a strike three. First strikeout for Tappadan. Back in the first inning, Tappadin singled. Brendan Massey was up to bat. He hit a grounder and it actually hit Tappadan as he was going from first to second, so that automatically makes Tappadin out on offensive interference, and he was a third out, bottom of the first inning. Brendan Massey swings and misses, strike one. Massey doubled back in the third inning.
3: Yes, yeah, uh, that was a big hit for Massey. Uh, he is really a solid hitter for the Cardinals.
1: Unfortunately, he is unable to pitch due to some arm soreness that... Uh, they're opting not to uh, undergo surgery to fix, so his contribution this year will be primarily as a DH, swing and miss, strike two, one ball, two strikes on Brendan Massey. It's a shame, too, because he was uh, one of the best pitchers on last year's team. Yes, he was,
3: uh, did really toss some good innings for the Cardinals last year and, and such, such a solid hitter, too. I'm sure he's going to be going on and playing somewhere next year.
1: A 1-2 pitch from Wolfersberger. Swing. Rounder knocked down by the pitcher. Slow roller up to the shortstop. Throw to first is going to be in time.
3: You know, just one sophomore on the team, Evan Porter, on this Cardinal pitcher, edition.
5: 15,
3: We've got three juniors, the Heineman twins and Garrett Johns, and the rest of the roster, all seniors. So... You know, they're looking to uh, send off with a big year here.
1: Coach Randy Spangler obviously thinks that uh, this could be the year that the Cardinals finally make it back to the top of the I-8 standings where they haven't been since sharing a league championship in 2016 with Lumen, Christie, and Marshall. Yeah, right, Sean. And then uh, and then district time, you know, things look pretty good there. The 0 1 pitch has fouled away. Brock Thornton behind on the count, 0 2. Interesting that this year the Cardinals will be in Division 1 in baseball and softball just because of the way of the cutoff line for the divisions in baseball and softball fell. But next year in baseball and softball, they'll be back in Division 2. 0 2 pitch. High and tight, 1 and 2.
3: Yeah, Penfield really took advantage of that last year in the D two, and we saw them do that uh, in basketball as
1: well. Wolfersberger's one two pitch swing and another high pop up foul in out of play. Cardinals lead four nothing. Bottom of the fifth inning in game one. Meanwhile, last report we had over at the Rotary Softball Complex. After four innings in game one of the Coldwater Penfield softball doubleheader, the Cardinals had a 4 nothing lead. Another 1-2 pitch on the way. Check swing. Did it get rung up for strike three? No, it's going to be a yeah. even count, 2-2. Two and two. little outside. Brock was able to hold up. One other thing I wanted to point out, if you hear whistles in the background, that's because there is girls' soccer going on at the same time. Uh, we were, of course, supposed to play this game, this doubleheader yesterday, but Mother Nature had other plans, just like she's had the entire month of April, swing and miss strike three. Yeah, we finally have a decent night for high school sports tonight. We head to the sixth inning in game one on the baseball doubleheader. It's Coldwater 4, Penfield nothing. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. It's
6: great to have neighbors you can trust. You can count on in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, hass PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKWood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust.
7: You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sauteing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Ticancho and Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com. AM
0: 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Sean Watson and Mike Murphy back here at Lyle Field. Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering today's broadcast. So the line on Nate Tappen and coming into today's doubleheader, two-and-one record. 12 and two-thirds innings pitched. He has given up. He had given up through uh, before today's game. Ten runs, six of them earned on eight hits. Ten walks, 18 strikeouts, an earned run average of 3.316. Walks plus hits per innings pitched of 1.421. If he keeps things up here, all of those numbers are going to go down the ERA and the whip. He'll add another win to his belt in this season. And I was going to say two walks and six strikeouts, uh, seven strikeouts now for Nate. Yeah, and he's showing a lot more control tonight. He's really uh,
3: kind of uh, mixed it up with the Penfield hitters, and uh, he's had good control, only giving up the one hit through uh, five
1: innings. Connor Vogel, Tyler Wolfersberger, and Graham Boyd do up for Penfield. A 1-0 pitch to Vogel. Swing. Grounded past the diving Joe Clausen and rolling into shallow right field. That will be just the second hit given up by
3: uh, well, Nate Taffin to tonight. Yeah, a little bit of a late swing by the right-handed hitter, and it just got through to the right
1: of Joe Clausen, made a nice diving attempt. Quinn Barry and I have seen Nate and pitched a couple of times this season, and it's uh, right about the sixth inning where uh, Nate Tappadin starts to wear down a little bit. Otranny oh, Randy Spangler is hoping that he can extend uh, Tappadin through the sixth inning and possibly even get a complete game for him. So, working on the endurance, uh, one of the things that Uh, Coach Spangler has been working on with Tappenden. Boy, we see that all
3: through Major League Baseball, too, in the
1: early going. One ball, one strike on Tyler Wolfersberger. 0 for 2. Struck out his first at-bat. Flew out to right field where Evan Porter is camped out here in this game. Throw to first. And Vogel... Slides back in. The Panthers wearing their yellow jerseys with green numerals and white trim, white pants. The Cardinals in their all-white uniforms with red numerals and trim. A 1-1 pitch is going to be a 2-1 count on Wolfersberger. Yeah, the uh, shortened
3: spring training really has had uh, effects, well, not only the pitchers, but also the hitters. We've seen such a lack of offense too in the early going in MLB. I
1: was gonna. I was gonna say, are you talking MLB or in the high school game? The Cardinals were able to have their traditional week in Florida. The issue has been getting games in.
3: Oh, absolutely. It's it's been a monster uh, April in terms of cold and wind and and
1: rain. Why, the Cardinals only have 11 games under their belt heading into today, and the Panthers' 14 swing. And a fly ball to shallow left field. It was muffed a little bit by the left fielder, Logan Farmer, so for Wolfersberger, a hit and kind of a fielding error. Vogel makes it all the way to third, so the first real threat brewing for the Penfield Panthers here in this game. So
3: they're checking <clears throat> checking to see if the uh, umpire, because the signal was that uh, the runner was out at third. Really? Yeah. The throw beat him easily. But Gary John's tag was maybe maybe a little high on the runner. So the home plate umpire is talking with the uh, base umpire, and they're going to say, yes, he is out. Okay, then.
1: So,
6: tell you what, I'll, I'll be charitable and wipe off
1: the uh, error because the play was actually to third. So yep. Vogel is going to be out seven to five. So that's the first out.
3: Yep, the runner will, or uh, the runner at second will get a single and then take second and the throw to third. Yeah, it was a close play at third, and really, it was a nice throw from the left fielder Farmer. He had the runner easily. Uh, Garrett got the uh, tag up a little high.
1: And Penfield, of course, thought he got in there, but uh, the umpires thought
3: otherwise.
1: No balls, one strike on Graham Boyd. Here comes the next pitch from Nate Tappanen, the left-hander. It's going to be one and one. Defensive alignment, Logan Farmer starting at left, Cole Barker at center, Evan Porter at right. He is being DH'd for, incidentally, by Brendan Massey. Your infield, Garrett Johns at third, Cole Heinemann at short, Joe Clausen at second, Carter Bordner at first. Your battery, Nate Tappadin pitching, Brock Thornton catching. The relay to second, and
3: Wolfersberger slides back in time. Yeah, nice play the Cardinals had on. Joe Clausen sneaking behind the runner. Nate got the throw there, but not in time.
1: Pretty decent leadoff for Wolfersberger. Delivery to the plate is going to be ball two. Two balls, one strike on the starting third baseman, Graham Boyd. Yeah, the Cardinals want to make sure that runner at second doesn't get too big a lead. One out here in the top of the sixth Good. cardinals still with a four nothing lead pitching a shutout swing and a miss graham boyd evens the count at two and two trenton Dolloway, the starting catcher due up for penfield no, no. tap and checks the runner at second now delivers to the plate a swing and a miss strike three Big strikeout for Nate there with that runner in scoring position at second. Eighth strikeout for Tappenden. Still a runner on at second. Two outs now. That'll leave things up to Trenton Dalloway. Single but was caught stealing back in the second inning. Hopped up to the first baseman last time around in the fourth. First pitch is a fly ball Foul. To the first base side. I think it might have landed in the dumpster. that's still (laughs) out on Hatch Avenue. Benfield had a little hit and run on there. But
3: uh, fouled off by the hitter, so strike one on
1: him. Happening again. Checks Wolfersberger at second. Now delivers... A ball that bounces in front of home plate. The pass ball will allow Wolfersberger to take third. One ball, one strike on Dalloway. Yeah, we I mentioned uh, Penfield six and eight coming in two and two in the Interstate Eight. They actually were swept by Hastings back on the fourteenth of April, six to two and ten to three. But last uh, Tuesday, they swept the doubleheader from Parma Western, five to two and three to two. pitch. Another pass ball. And Wolfersberger is going to score. The unearned run makes it 4-1. Cardinals lead down to 3. Last time around for Penfield, they split a doubleheader against Schoolcraft, and this was on Saturday. Lost the opener 6-1, took the nightcap 10-7.
3: Yeah, that first pass ball by Nate, Hit well in front of the plate. This one uh, might have got in on inside on Brock. Boy, there's another one, yeah. Nate just having trouble getting that breaking ball over and then also just three pitches in a row with the fastball.
1: It's n- not any action going on in the uh, bullpen at that, you can tell, is there? I, th- I, think, yeah. in the, I think in this situation... Uh, Nate Tappanen might get uh, subbed for Joe Clausen to close it out. Swing and a grounder. Picked up by the shortstop and a great throw to first. Yeah, it was, was actually Garrett
3: Johns coming over from third. Made a nice pickup and throw on the run to get the runner easily.
1: So it was a combination of and Johns, and Cole Heineman. I wasn't quite sure which one was able to pick up the ball. Underhanded throw to Bordner at first. That uh, ends the Penfield Threat Top of the sixth We go to the bottom of the frame Cardinals up 4-1 to one. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB
4: Is your credit holding you back From getting a better vehicle? Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram can help with guaranteed approval options for low credit and no credit buyers. Come in and test drive one of the many quality new and used vehicles on the lot. And if
6: you don't find what you're looking for, just let the mobilia team know. They'll get to work finding you the
4: right vehicle. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Bobiglia, or Dean Bobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Goldwater. And Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Dodge Jeep Ram always offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the
6: sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule.
4: Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on US-12 across from the airport cold or visit mobilia.com,
0: B-O-B-I-L-Y-A.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Game one of the softball doubleheader out at the Rotary Softball Complex is complete. Here's our Jim Measel with a summary.
8: Well, Sean Coldwater stays unbeaten in the Interstate 8 with a 10-0 win over Penfield in the opening game of their doubleheader here at the Rotary Softball Complex. Cardinals scored three in the first, one in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth, and two more in the sixth. Alexis Bills, the winning pitcher, she went the distance, struck out eight, in uh, getting the victory, she did not walk a batter. Leading the way offensively for Coldwater, Brianna Omo with three hits and two RBIs. And uh, Kenzie Scheid and Brooklyn Carey also had two hits. For the Cardinals, they take the opener 10-0. I'm Jim So reporting.
1: Here at the Rotary Softball Complex, a one and one count on Garrett Johns to be followed by Cole Barker and Carter Bordner. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning, four runs, seven hits, no errors, four left for Coldwater, one run, three hits, four uh, nobody, uh, no errors, four left for Penfield. The one one pitch. Our home plate umpire is just giving a kind of a waving of a hand, which I don't know if <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I guess it's two and one. Next pitch, oh, that one is a no doubt ball three, a fastball that whizzed over at Allaway's glove. Yeah, Coach Bill DeBoe really doing a nice
3: job with those uh, lady cards over at the softball complex. Uh, just having an outstanding year, some good hitting. Certainly getting, much like the uh, baseball Cardinals, getting good in all three areas. Swing and a miss,
1: strike two, a full count now on Johns. Well, again, in case you missed it, Goldwater winning the opener of the softball doubleheader from Penfield, ten nothing. Now Wolfer'sberger's payoff pitch. We well, had to wait five seconds later. He gets rung up for strike three. It's,
9: a, it's almost
1: no call,
3: you know. It just uh, it's a very low key by the home
1: plate umpire. Here's Cole Barker, who doubled back in the second inning, struck out his last at-bat. 4-1 Cardinals, bottom of the sixth, game one of the baseball doubleheader. Cole, left-handed hitter,
3: really solid hitter for the Cardinals in the middle of that order.
1: The 1-0 pitch swing. Grounder is going to roll up to second, ranging to his left. The toss to first. Uh, Beckwith, the first baseman, stumbling on the bag.
6: The first baseman, six. But Party. Cole Barker is going to be
1: rung up. Bases empty two outs. You've got Connor Vogel, Owen Lewis, and Tanner Govere, your outfield for Penfield. Graham Boyd starting at third, Cameron Humiston at short, Evan Hammond at second, and Connor Beckwith, first baseman. Dalloway catching and Wolfersberger pitching. 0 1 on Bordner. He doubled last time up, popped up to the first baseman. Wing and a grounder going to roll up to center field for a base hit for Bordner. Yeah, he had it in the right
3: spot just beyond what the pitcher could reach right between the uh, shortstop and second baseman. Carter had that big double earlier, Sean, that you mentioned that went all the way to the wall.
1: Kind of stuck in the left center field part of the fence. Right. Carter Bordner is going to have
10: a pinch runner
1: in Cam Heinemann one brother of Cole. Yeah, Cam at first, two out for the Cardinals here. I wonder if this is indicative of some other defensive changes that will come up for the top of the seventh, i.e. bringing in Joe Claussen to get the save. You
3: would think that might be the case. Nate was got through that sixth inning, gave up a couple hits, but luckily the Cardinals threw out a runner at third that really
1: helped uh, keep it to just one run got through the sixth inning is uh, about a good description there now wolfer's first pitch popped up into foul territory and it's going to be caught by the first baseman he's made a couple nice uh,
3: plays down in the foul territory tonight
6: in the bottom half of the sixth of the
1: Cardinals. Cardinals leave a runner on. We one head to the seventh inning in game one. Race. It's Coldwater 4, Penfield 1. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball Do on WTVB.
11: Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist spring season is here. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this blooming real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com.
6: Matt Halett Homes has a new model home, and they can't wait for you to tour it. With all the new features, it's sure to be a favorite. Just ask the Halets. This place is sweet.
5: If we lived here, this would be my room. Hey,
0: let's act like we do live here and get this place cleaned up.
12: Who wants to sweep, dust, shine up the sinks? Garrett, Carson, Brody? I just remembered I have homework. Bye. Ask about special pricing
6: on the new model. Visit MattHaletHomes.com or stop by and see them on US 12 east of
0: Coldwater. Matt Halett Homes, built around family. AM
1: 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Four runs, eight hits, no errors, and five left for Coldwater. One run, three hits, no errors, and four left for Penfield. Center fielder,
6: number
13: 12, Owen Lewis.
1: And wouldn't you know, uh, the Brain Trust, head coach Randy Spangler, assistant coaches Brendan Spangler and Lee Warren are going to give Nate Tappanen, the chance to finish it out here, top of the seventh inning. Yeah, try to get a complete game out of Nate here. Quinn and I talked about it a couple of times, and we mentioned it briefly here. It'd be nice to have Nate Tappanen get a complete game victory. First pitch to Owen Lewis's foul to the backstop. He'll be followed by Connor Beckwith and Evan Hammond. It's the six, seven, and eight hitters for Penfield. You know, one pitch. Just missed high and outside on that fastball, one and one. Well, it would, Sean, especially with your,
3: you know, with uh, the spring schedule and everything, games get condensed. and So if you can get a complete game, boy, that's a uh, can save the bullpen
1: for later things. Swing and a miss strike two. Lewis was chasing at that one, Murph. <laughs> that was up in his eyes that time
3: not a very big uh, young man, and uh, boy, that ball uh, just about got away from Brock Thornton.
1: Comes Tappanen's 1-2 pitch. Swing. Fly ball, foul, and out of play. You're looking at the upcoming Coldwater schedule. They will host Portage Central on Friday, or at least they're scheduled to host Portage Central. I keep seeing... Chances of rain coming up for Friday, which is something that Randy Spangler, Todd Farmer, the athletic director, did not want me to say, but it's there.
3: Yeah, it does look pretty uh, pretty
1: consistent through Friday. Swing and to miss, strike three. After the scheduled doubleheader against Portage Central on Friday, the Cardinals go up to Portage Northern for a tournament. Portage Northern, Grand Rapids, Christian Holt. Uh, participating in that kind of a round-robin affair coming up on Saturday. Next Tuesday at Parma Western, uh, next Saturday the 14th, the Stout and Sons Invitational. I saw that one was coming up, yeah. The uh, doubleheader that the Cardinals were supposed to play up at Hastings today has been rescheduled for Thursday, May 19th, two days after the Cardinals host Northwest on the 17th two weeks from today. So there's not that many uh, opportunities to make up rained out games, especially uh, on the league schedule. Yeah. back with ducks at the one offering from Tappanen, one ball, one strike. The athletic
3: directors have been earning their money this spring, no doubt about it, with rescheduling and trying to find uh, spots to get these games in. And mind you, that
1: Coldwater Hastings doubleheader was originally scheduled for April nineteenth, but it was just too dang cold on April nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Two and one the count on Beckwith, Cardinals leading four nothing. Top of the seventh inning, swing and a grounder fall off of Beckwith's handle.
3: That last strikeout when the uh, Penfield hitter swung and missed. Brock. <laughs> they had to come out, the ball was in the dirt and throw to first and it was actually a very good scoop down there by Carter Bordner to keep that uh, strike out intact 2-2
1: pitch in the dirt good stop by Brock Thornton, a full count on Beckwith and speaking of uh,
3: earning his money Brock Thornton has been these last couple innings, Nate has had quite a few in the dirt here in the 6th and now 7th inning and Brack scrambling around down there. Payoff pitch from Tappanen. Yeah, another one in the dirt.
1: I think now it's 3-2. and two. There we go. We think Coldwater had it bad as far as uh, having to play a lot of games in a short period of time as I described. The payoff pitch, swing and a foul tip. Penfield tomorrow will be hosting Lumen Christie in a doubleheader that was rescheduled from the chill of April 19th. And then the day after that, they host Lake Odessa Lakewood. And then next Monday, they're at Parchment. Wow. Three days in a row. Swing on the 3-2 pitch. Slow roller to second. tossed to first. Two up, two down. Good play by Joe Clausen. He had to come all the way up
3: to the grass to get that slow roller and really took his time, you know, showing this senior senior uh, maturity there. Just took his time, got it over to Bordner.
1: Out comes Coldwater head coach Randy Spangler. I think Nate Tappanen might have encountered the uh – Pitch, pitch, count. pitch count limit. Yeah. So, Joe Clausen will indeed have a chance to get the save. He won't. He, uh, in theory, he shouldn't be throwing too many pitches here. He's got uh, bases empty, uh, two out situation to deal with here in the top of the seventh inning, and a chance to get another save. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Nate
3: just missed getting that complete game. Looks like he's going to go into the outfield. <laughs> and uh, Joe Claussen a chance to get a
1: pretty, uh, hopefully, quick opportunity for a save here. Two down in the top of the seventh. According to Game Changer, yep, we are going to have a pinch hitter for Penn Field, number three, Isaac Lynn Miles. You hear that, Bodie? <laughs> <laughs> Bodie Bates, PA announcer, scoreboard operator, popcorn popper. He's doing it all down there. Now let me take a look, according to the uh, game-changer pitch count on the Penfield side, uh, 104 pitches for Nate Tapperton. 60 of them for strikes.
3: Well, he did a really nice job today, just
1: three hits allowed, I think only, what, a couple walks, Sean? We'll uh, get all those tallied up for our Branch County Abstract and Title Between Games report as Joel Clausen continues to take his warm-up tosses. 14 and a third innings pitched. He has a 1-0 record. He is officially credited with two saves. I've got him with at least two more, to be honest with you. No runs given up. Six hits. One walk. 25 strikeouts. An earned run average of 0 And a whip, walks plus hits per innings pitch tally, 0.488. Boy, that's some impressive stats on the mound there. The first pitch to Isaac Lynn Miles. I think that was a strike, and it is. Five seconds later, we get the call. (laughs) He says it first, but then doesn't uh, make the hand signal for a few seconds. Next pitch, swung and missed. He was fishing for that one, too. Well, let's see if Joe can do it on
3: three pitches. His mom's
1: getting the phone ready right behind home plate. Swing, grounder, a chopper picked up by Johns. Throw to first to get the out, and that's the game. Nice
3: defensive play. Garrett Johns coming
1: in almost close to the
3: pitcher's final mound. Four, Makes the accurate four,
14: throw for that four, final out. Field one.
1: Final score in Game 1 of our baseball doubleheader, the Coldwater Cardinals 4 in the Penfield Panthers 1. Coldwater improving to 10-2 and two overall, 5-0 and zero in the Interstate 8. And Penfield dropping to 6-9 and nine overall, 2-3 and three in league play. Our between-games report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
7: You know what we like to do on Friday nights? Of course I do. So you're saying you know we're coming to the Willows for the Friday night all-you-can-eat fish fry?
2: Of course. Everybody loves the Willow's Friday Night Fish Fry, Alaskan Pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown, or enjoy a three-piece dinner. Both include crinkle-cut fries and house-made coleslaw.
7: The Friday Night Fish Fry sounds perfect, but I also heard the Philly Steak and Cheese is now on special on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Our Philly Steak and Cheese
2: is delicious, and you can custom make it any way you want.
7: Hey, let's talk Willow Burgers.
2: The Jalapeno Cheddar Willow Burger, grilled to perfection, a third or half-pound burger with a Or try the Cowboy Willow Burger.
7: Giddy up! I love a delicious Cowboy Willow Burger with cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce topped with an onion ring. Or try the Olive Burger, the Mushroom and Swiss Burger, or create your own Willow Burger.
2: Follow the Willow's Bar and Grill on Facebook too.
9: The Willow's Bar and Grill, just east of River Road on US 12 in Coldwater. Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey & Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey & Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey & Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 2334.
5: Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. At Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in Coldwater. Mancino's Creamery is now open, serving Ashby's Sterling Silver Ice Cream. Delicious and a perfect treat. And this month, pizza specials, a dollar off a medium, two dollars off a large, and three dollars off an extra large pizza. Or when it comes to grinders, get a whole pizza grinder for $10.99 or a half for just $5.99. On freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat, or white. Ask for specials when ordering. Or try any of the Mancino's Delicious Grinders. Grinders. Grinders are specialty pizzas like the Mancino's Pride, pepperoni, ham, sausage, green peppers, mushroom, onion, black olives, and lots of cheese. We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders too. We cater any size get together, parties, company lunches, or just because the crowd's at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole pizza grinder for ten ninety nine or a half for just five ninety nine. Or a dollar off a medium, two dollars off a large, and three dollars off an extra large pizza. Mancinos on the hill next to Gander RV on Willowbrook Road, Coldwater.
6: It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at hesskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust.
0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater
1: back here at Lau Field. Our Between Games Report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals for title insurance, escrow closings, or other title or abstract services. Turn to Branch County Abstract and Title. Locally owned and operated, they've been serving Branch County since 1887, where they strive to serve their customers. Branch County Abstract and Title, located at 22 Tippetts Plaza, off Hanchett Street in Coldwater. And you can call them at 278-6960. Game one of the baseball doubleheader in the books. Coldwater with a 4-1 win over Penfield for the Cardinals. Four runs on eight hits, no errors. And if I can read my pencil scratchings, uh, five runners left on base for Penfield. One run on three hits, no errors. Four left on base, according to my tally. And here's the final line on starting and winning pitcher Nate Tappen, and He goes six and two-thirds innings, gives up the one run on three hits, two walks, nine strikeouts. Joe Clausen only faced one hitter, no walks, no strikeouts. Uh, Tyler Wolfersberger, the starting and losing pitcher for Penfield, uh, uh, no slouch himself, uh, gave up four runs on eight hits. He didn't walk anybody and struck out nine.
3: Yeah, he did a nice job for these Panthers as well. Uh, as you mentioned, Sean, a doubleheader for them tomorrow. Another game the following day. so another so. It's a doubleheader and then a doubleheader the following Monday. Yeah, <laughs> right. So so uh, that was valuable for the Panthers that they got Wolfersberger through the entire game.
1: Six like, innings anyway. Now here, here's another uh, fun fact. Wolfersberger is just a sophomore, the only sophomore on the varsity. Yeah, he did a nice job. Uh, you know... Uh,
3: Cardinals had that that one inning when they hit the ball pretty hard a couple uh, strong doubles we mentioned one where their right fielder kind of misplayed it that uh, turned into a run or two so nice job by him and uh, certainly Nate Tappenden really impressive in this first game and better control than what we've uh, seen from Nate through the year with his walk total just two today did a really strong job in this opener.
1: Now, we were talking about the Penfield Gauntlet uh, after today, the doubleheader against Lumen Christie tomorrow, and on Friday, doubleheader against Lake Odessa Lakewood. Next Monday, they, Monday rather, they play at Parchment. Next Thursday, they host Marshall, but that game will be played at Bailey Park, which will also be the site of the All-City Baseball Tournament taking place next Saturday.
3: Oh, How cool is that, to be able to play at Bailey Park? That's awesome.
1: Oh, going over uh, the players that got hits for Penfield, Connor Vogel, Tyler Wolfersberger, and Trenton and Dalloway each had singles. Wolfersberger scored the game's only run for Penfield. Heading for the Cardinals, Clausen with a single and a double. Uh, Tappanen had a couple of singles. Brendan Massey had a double. Uh, double and a single for Carter Bordner as well.
3: Yeah, nice job by the... Uh Top of the order by the uh, Cardinals. They made, made it go for uh, Coldwater in this first game with their uh, eight hits total.
1: We will name a McDonald's player of the game for this contest, and also at the end of the evening, we'll name a McDonald's player of the game in the nightcap. It's for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Uh, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, if you've uh, heard our baseball broadcasts, uh, Nate and has uh, always been up there as far as McDonald's player of the game uh, possibilities. In fact, we gave it to him twice uh, already this season, but here he can't help but to give it to him a, a third time. Uh, he, he throws the uh, complete game almost got the shutout. Yeah, almost you know, all but the last out when Joe uh, threw three pitches to get a get a
3: very quick save for him. And but yeah, Nate uh, on the mound at the plate, you know. And you were talking about his season stats and hitting wise, and you know he's just uh, put together an outstanding senior year. And we know that uh, you know he chose not to play basketball this winter to kind of uh, to work on his baseball game over
1: the winter, and uh, it's showing dividends. Again, congratulations to Nate Tappanen in Game 1 of our baseball doubleheader. He is the McDonald's
14: player of the game.
13: You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
4: Chase Halet of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. When Vanessa and I were first married... We
11: loved camping. Our little two-person travel trailer brought us closer together. Then
4: along came... Our
11: son, Merrick. And then it got a little cramped for space. What did you do, Mom? You did not leave me behind, did you? We sold our little travel trailer and got a bigger one. And that
4: worked out nice for a while. But then along came... Our
11: daughter, Mylan. And we were right back in the same box. A little too close together, cramped for space. And
4: then we'd all have to untangle. So then we did the smart thing.
11: Did you leave me? Behind it. No way, Mylan. We traded for a bigger model.
4: Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. When
11: your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here and we'll sell it for you. And then all you have to do is just pick, pick up, up a check.
4: We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle. If
11: it's on wheels, we'll sell it. That is it. Nothing hard about picking up a check. It's
4: easy at Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 Cold. Water. Mother's Day is Sunday, May 8th, and now's the time to get the perfect gift for her. At Culey's Jewelry, they have a huge selection of willow tree figurines, priced from only $20. How about a personalized mother's ring, starting at $139? Or maybe a trendy Anya Hey pendant and earring set? Let them help you make her Mother's Day extra special. Culey's, jewelry, and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968.
0: AM 1590,
1: FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Low Field. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy. Mike side we mentioned that Quinn Berry had a uh, youth baseball function that he had to attend to uh, on this uh, rescheduled baseball doubleheader with penfield so that's why murph was able to well a- as the head coach of the middle school tennis team uh, you are able to uh, end your practice early so you can get out here
3: right well and uh, wednesday being early release it's kind of nice uh coach yaki and i can get him get him out by three o'clock on wednesday of course we got rained out yesterday as well but our rescheduling is uh, not till next week, so it did work out well. So. But I've enjoyed listening to you and Quinn through the baseball season, and uh, boy, it's certainly been a successful one so far, both here and over to the softball complex.
1: Oh, speaking of which, Jim Measle just sent me over an update game two of the softball doubleheader. Carly nicely cranks a solo home run over right center field, and Coldwater takes the early one nothing lead. Nice. Boy, she's... Uh she is
3: such a good hitter, and Lady Cards having a just an outstanding
1: year so far. Let's uh, switch gears and actually talk about your middle school tennis team and uh, the challenges that you and Coach Yaki have had to face with all of these rainouts messing things up with practice and with matches. And how many matches have you been able to get in so far? Well, we have had five,
3: Sean and.
1: Really? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Which is pretty
1: amazing. Uh, I thought
3: so too. I think we've had about that many canceled too. Uh,
1: and uh, that, that's why that's, why that's uh, so amazing that you were able to get the five in. Yeah, yeah. And
3: you know, we were at Sturgis last Saturday for some really good competition. They always host a, a tournament in the spring, and then we go to Hastings Saturday for a fourteen tournament. So, uh, and we can take everybody to that one. So we've. We started with 35 kids this spring. That's our high-water mark since, since I've been doing it. And and uh, we include sixth graders now, too. We have six, seven, eight. And, uh, boy, it's it's been a lot of fun. We have quite a good eighth-grade group that kind of leads us and then a real strong seventh-grade group. Um, and it's just been a fun year. They Last year, with the, the COVID year, you know, we were able to get some in, but it was... Uh, it was kind of an abbreviated season really for most teams more so than us we uh, we kind of had a little head up on that but it kind of gave us a head start into this season as well but yeah it's been fun and uh, you know just uh, two-thirds of our team have, have never played tennis so it's, it's just a good introduction and if it's something that the kids enjoy you know they can take off from there nate waterbury's having a, a a real decent season with the girls this spring um he's got some good singles players emma madden had an amazing match uh, a couple of nights ago where she won in the
1: third set a big comeback for her and, and uh, if i'm not mistaken that was the only one that the cardinals were able to pick up uh the night that you uh, who are they going up against mm, boy you know i can't i can't think right off who it was but uh they
3: uh, yeah she went to 1210 in the third in the third set on the the point total
1: to, to grab that win so it's almost like that one Wimbledon match uh, where the fifth set went 6967 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which led to some rule changes. But uh, Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) The
3: Hover girls are doing a nice job for him at two and three singles. And then Ellie Aker at at fourth singles who we had, we had all those girls through the middle school system. So,
1: yeah, it's been a a fun year for Nate, too, at the varsity. We're in between games of our baseball doubleheader between Coldwater and Penfield. We'll take this break and be back with more. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
12: Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coalwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coalwater. Look for the long red building. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse.
9: Getting the kids to practice on time, remembering if it's your day to bring snacks, making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with Auto Owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. So no
13: problem people, your local Auto Owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons and Melanie Pish at
14: CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. What's new at your local Real Estate Connection and Lake Specialist in Coldwater?
11: When it comes to real estate, if you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty, formerly Sherry Halet Homes and Recreational Properties. We have a new name, Case Realty Group. Even though the name has changed, we're still your local Real Estate Connection and Lake Specialist. Check us out online at Caserealtygroup.com.
14: A new name, but the same great service and expertise in branch and Hillsdale counties.
11: Buy or sell, call Rachel Tell.
7: Go to caserealtygroup.com. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Ticancha and Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com.
9: Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey & Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender, closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey & Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender.
6: NMLS number 2334. It's-
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Just a few more minutes away from the first pitch of Game 2 of the baseball doubleheader between Penfield and Coldwater. We have a lineup card for the Cardinals, and Cam Heineman is going to get the start on the hill for Coach Randy Spangler. 11 and two-thirds innings pitched through three games. He's had three starts, a 1-0 record. He has given up eight runs for the earned on 12 hits eight walks, 13 strikeouts, an earned run average of 2.400, a whip, walks plus hits per innings pitched of 1.714.
3: Well, we'll see what uh, Cole can do here. Boy, look at the sun out it's, here. It's Cam. That's Cam's First, oh, sorry. Yeah, Cam, that's right. I can't even keep him straight on the scorecard. But yeah, Cam's going to give it a go here and He's got some big shoes to follow. Nate Tappan to doing a great job in game one tonight. And, uh, boy, Sean, I uh, this is just so shocking to see the sun so bright right at the moment. It's
1: been a while. Wait until you check out the extended forecast for next week, 70s and maybe 80s. Wow, that just uh, sounds wonderful. Of <laughs> course, uh, last week we did have temperatures go up in the 80s for one day and then... The temperature's dropped to 40 degrees within the span of 48 hours, <laughs> which, very, which which is, of course, the perils of
3: living in Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Spring in Michigan, you know, I, I told the kids, our very first day of practice. Your, your tennis, tennis kids, tennis, right? Yeah, we had a 70-degree day. It was, uh, it was basically a shirt-sleeve day, and I told them, you know, this really could be the nicest day we have this season. <laughs> so far, it's been kind of prophetic, but let's hope we uh, next week sounds pretty good, according to your uh, totals
1: there. We'll take this one-minute break and be back for the first pitch of Game 2. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
12: Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater, four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. Look for the Long Red Building, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse.
5: With all the financial headlines, are you wondering if your retirement savings will last? The market's ups and downs can keep you guessing, especially if you're approaching retirement or considering it. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Diana Butler. If you have more questions than answers about what's next, let's work together to help ensure you're prepared for your journey. After all, retirement isn't the end of the trek, it's a new beginning. Stop by our office at 863 E. Chicago Street in Coldwater or call 279-0541. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. AM
0: 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Starting lineup for the Penfield Panthers leading off and playing shortstop. Cam Humiston batting second and playing third base, Connor Vogel. Batting third, the second baseman, Tyler Wolfersberger. Batting cleanup, the starting pitcher, Graham Boyd. Batting fifth and catching, Trenton Dalloway. Batting sixth. And playing center field, Owen Lewis, batting seventh. Playing first base, Connor Beckwith. Batting eighth, the left fielder, Isaac Lynn Miles. And batting ninth, the designated hitter, Joshua Miller. He will be batting for the starting right fielder, Alan Noga. For Coldwater, leading off, playing second base, Joe Clausen. Batting second, the center fielder, Cole Barker batting third right fielder Nate Tappenden batting cleanup the DH Brendan Massey he will be hitting for Coldwater starting pitcher Cam Heineman who we talked about in our last segment batting fifth playing first base Carter Bordner batting sixth and catching Brock Thornton batting seventh left fielder Logan Farmer batting eighth third baseman Garrett Johns and batting ninth the shortstop Evan Porter At yeah, 6.23 on this Wednesday afternoon, uh, I would dare say that the JV uh, girls soccer match is I heard three whistles. That means that it's, uh, it is uh, done, and hopefully we'll be able to give you a final score on uh, that at some point during the rest of our evening. Yeah, it looks like we had uh, action over at the track right over there, too. So. Swing and a miss. First pitch to Cam Humiston, and we are underway. Next pitch. Swing and a high pop-up. Great diving grab by Evan Porter for the first out. Nicely done there.
4: Managed to get it to not
1: hit the ground, so... Two pitches and uh, one out. Here's Connor Vogel, the third baseman. 56 degrees with sun in cold water as we get the second game underway first pitch to vogel is a ball swing grounder picked up by porter on a couple of hops easy throw to border at first well porter's had some action here and just uh just a uh, probably five
3: pitches so far from cam heineman and a couple of put outs by porter at
1: shortstop Here's Tyler Wolfersberger. We talk about sophomores up on varsity. Wolfersberger is it for Penfield. And right now, Evan Porter is it for Coldwater. First pitch to Wolfersberger is a strike. Yeah, Heineman throwing strikes here. Logan Farmer at left. Cole Barker at center. Nate Tapperton at right. Your outfield alignment. Hi, breaking ball. 0-2. Eric Johns at third, Evan Porter at short, Joe Clawson at second, Carter Bordner at first, your battery of Cam Heineman and Brock Thornton. The 0-2 pitch just missed inside on the fastball, 1-2. and two. Working quickly, swing, and a hard knock, ground, or fall to the third base side. Yeah, breaking pitch from
3: Cam. Got it inside on Wolfersberger. Pulled it foul.
1: One and two, the count. Just underway in game two. Ooh, that one was a close one. It's two and two. Yeah,
3: I thought maybe he was going to ring him up on that one, but.
1: Cam Heineman, the right hander, delivers strike three cold. Boy, nice quick inning
3: by
7: Cam Heineman throwing the strikes. The we and head to the, the bottom of the first. So no score. score. You're listening right to Cardinal against. Baseball on WTVB. A fire in your home or business is nothing you ever planned on, but it is something you can plan for by calling on the fire and water cleanup and restoration specialists, ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, or servepro.com That's where you'll find a team of highly trained professionals who are committed to helping you develop a plan to make sure you're ready for whatever happens. With an emergency ready profile from Pro you'll take confidence in knowing that when the things that matter the most are on the line, they will be too, because you can't keep fire damage from taking control of your home or business. But, with an emergency ready profile from ServPro, you can make sure it doesn't take control of your life. So, before fire and water damage strikes, make sure you're ready to strike back with the cleanup specialist the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 517-278-5261 or at ServPro.com ServPro, a branch in southern Calhoun counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Call 517 278 5261. Franchises are independently owned and operated.
0: AM
1: 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Joe Closs and Cole Barker, Nate Tappen to do up for the Coldwater Cardinals. Here in the bottom of the first inning, we're just underway in Game Two of our baseball doubleheader rescheduled from yesterday. Of course, you try playing anything in the type of weather that we had yesterday, Murph. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was a really clean
3: first game, uh, well pitched, well played. No errors committed by either team. By either team, you know, just uh, just a fun high school ball
1: game here in this opener. Surprised that we were able to have a uh, uh, no-error situation uh, given uh, how infrequently both teams have been able to play the entire month of uh, April. Yeah, yeah. Mid-season form for sure
3: when, <laughs> in an abbreviated season so far. But these are two clubs that are that are used to playing some good baseball for sure. And
1: Again, last year it was Marshall, Penfield, then Coldwater finishing 1-2-3. In the I-8 standings, the Redhawks at 12-2, and two, Penfield 11-3, and three, Coldwater at 10-2. and two. Both you know, Marshall and uh, Penfield graduated a lot of seniors from their respective squads last year. The Cardinals have a lot of seniors this year, so right. they really think that this might be their year to win the league title. First pitch to Joe Clausen is a strike. You know, and you really cannot overstate how important those seniors
3: are. You know, when you get... At least two, and and oftentimes three, sometimes
1: four years. Oh, squaring up to bunt! It's a slow roller going to be picked up by the pitcher, ranging to his right. Long stretch by the first baseman, and Joe Clausen's going to be safe with a bunt single.
3: The oh, it was an outstanding job by the pitcher to jump on that. Clausen had a really nice bunt, kind of between the pitcher's mound and the third baseline, and he beat it out. Cole Barker stepping in now, the center fielder.
1: Heading from the left-hand batter's box. Throw to first, Clausen back standing up. I think you said Joe uh, leads the team in stolen bases. And he picked up a couple more stolen bases in the last game.
3: First pitch to Barker is a ball. Joe's dad trying to get his uh, younger sister <laughs> corralled here in front of us. Trying and successful? <laughs> for the moment.
1: <laughs> Clausen's taking off. Swing and a miss. Throw to second. Bounces in front of the bag. And guess what? Another stolen base for Clausen. Yeah. I tell you,
3: I imagine he's going to do quite a bit of that for Trine University next uh, spring as well.
1: Go Thunder. There you go. One one pitch to Barker. Strike two.
3: Graham Boyd, this pitcher. Uh, remember Sean in basketball? He became really their uh, their other about third scorer in the winter and really uh, sparked the Panthers. That's right.
1: One two pitch. High and outside. Two and two. There is another notable member of the Penfield Boys basketball team on the roster. Aiden Burns is on the bench. Yeah, didn't see him in the first game either.
3: Full count now on Barker. Yeah, what a basketball season Aiden
1: had. Had that older brother that played earlier as well. Keegan, swing and a foul tip. Clausen was taking off, but he'll have to retreat to second. Count remains full on Cole Barker. I'm not mistaken. It's a middle school track meet going on over at Cardinal Field.
3: Yeah, that's what I understood.
1: Swing and another fly ball foul going toward Green Street. Hmm. <laughs> Talking to uh, Brian Kelly, one of the middle school
3: track coaches. He said they had about 75 out for middle school track. He and Mark Demeester and a couple others.
1: Swing, fly ball, deep to right field. It's got a chance. And it Lands in front of the fence. Klaassen taking off all the way. He's going to score quite easily, and Barker's going to stretch out his hit into a triple. Ball gets away from the Is he third make baseman. It. No, he's not. He got oh. tagged out at home. Oh. Well, on the overthrow, Cole
3: aggressively came to the plate, but boy, a nice throw over there from uh, might have been the third baseman. It was the third baseman, Connor Vogel. Twenty-four yeah. Nailed him at the plate, but what a hit by Cole Barker! He just
1: got into that one into right center. Cardinals do take the one-nothing lead. Remember, uh, Clausen was taking off the entire way. Yep. Cole Barker had a deep triple to right center field. Try to, you know, he slid in. The ball got away from the third baseman. He tried to make a mad dash home, but the third baseman counter Vogel recovered and threw to Trenton Dalloway, the catcher to erase Barker. So the bases are empty with one out for Nate Tappenden, who has a one and no count, Swing and a foul out of play one and one. So we'll give Cole a triple and an RBI.
3: Got the Cardinals on the board here early.
1: Swing and a miss. One ball and... uh, uh, Two balls and a strike. Line drive into right field. It stays fair for a base hit. Nate Tappenden will be held to just the single as the right fielder picks up quickly. Alan Noga is playing right for Penfield in this game. Owen Lewis at center and Isaac Lynn Miles at left to complete the outfield alignment. Connor Vogel, the third baseman. Cam Humiston at short. Tyler Wolfersberger at second. And Connor Beckwith at first. Your battery, Graham Boyd pitching and Trenton Dalloway catching for Penfield.
3: Boy, that's two really hard-hit balls, these last two, uh, Barker and then and Nate pulled that one uh, only about probably seven, eight feet fair down the
1: right field line. First pitch to Brendan Massey, I believe that was ball one. Now Tappenden taking off, and Massey keeps the hits going. Line drive to right center field. Rounding third is Nate in, and he will score. The throw was to second. Brennan Massey slides in with a double. That's the second double of the evening.
3: Boy, I'll tell you, the the these three card- last three Cardinal hitters have just tattooed the ball. Joe Clausen led it off with a bunt single, and then it's been. Barker with a triple. Tappenden with a hard hit single. And then Massey again into right center. Getting a leg and out of double.
1: Well, Graham Boyd is in a world of hurt. Runner on second. Just the one out. And there's a conference at the hill between the infielders, the battery, and head coach Rob Moran. First four hitters of all... Uh, Picked up hits and give the
3: Cardinals two runs here early.
1: Got an update from the softball doubleheader. Game two, after two, it's Coldwater three, Penfield nothing. Cardinals hoping to get a sweep, both softball and baseball here tonight. The softball team, uh, that would keep their chances of an I-8 title alive. In in two weeks, the Cardinals will host the team that won the last three league titles, Jackson Northwest, and uh, that will be our next softball coverage here on WTVB. Again, that's coming up in less than two weeks. Boy, that should be a good one. First pitch to Carter Borner is ball one.
3: Well, Panthers trying to settle down. Graham Boyd. He has
1: not done anything to fool the Cardinal hitters so far. He hasn't thrown anything other than a fastball, really, has he? The has has he tried tossing a curveball? That you well, could tell. Well, it doesn't seem like his his fastball is all the, has that has that much velocity on it either. So, I mean, four hits to start off the game. Yeah. Three balls, no strikes on Carter Bordner. Massey
3: at second, one out.
1: Finally, a strike comes across the plate. Yep, good take by Bordner there. Now your leading hitters for Coldwater coming into the doubleheader, uh, tapping in at 364, Barker at 346, and Brendan Massey at 333. Next pitch was fouled. First base side now to play. Full count on Bordner. Bordner had a 231 average coming in.
3: Good hustle by that first baseman, Connor Beckwith. We've seen him make a couple really nice
1: plays in foul territory in game one. Lawson had a 241 average coming in, but I'm sure that's going to go up before the season's over to near 300. Swing, pop up is going to be caught by the second baseman, Wolfersberger, for the second out.
6: Now batting for the Cardinals, the catcher, number 15, Brock Thornton.
1: Massey stays at second with two outs for Brock Thornton, who's been getting more reps in at catcher. He's close to 300 hitting on the season coming into the doubleheader at 296. First pitch I think that was an attempt at a curveball
3: might have been might have been well outside 1-0 see if Brock can pick up
1: Massey at second played another run here with two out swing grounder to the shortstop on one hop throw to first long stretch for Beckwith but Thornton is out Cardinals get four hits and score two runs after one inning complete. It's Coldwater 2 and Penfield nothing in the nightcap. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
13: Attention sellers, we can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market.
12: And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which means we can help you get the most money out of
11: selling your home.
10: We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you.
11: So you don't miss any money that your house is worth.
13: And we'll take the hassle out of the process.
11: It's simple. Work with the
12: agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home.
13: We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the
0: trade to stage your home for better quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers.
5: For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde.
11: Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517-278-6400.
5: I'm Doug Campbell, or
13: you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road.
11: Or
12: visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com. I'm Sharon Atkinson.
13: The Midwestern Realty
0: team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Graham Boyd, Trenton Dalloway, and Owen Lewis do up for the Penfield Panthers here in the top of the second inning. The Cardinals trail to nothing. Single, triple, single, double. The first four hitters for the Cardinals in the bottom of the first. Boy, they really
3: really laid into Graham Boyd there early, but then after a little conference at the mound he got a couple outs and got through the inning pop out to
1: second and a ground out to the shortstop swing and a grounder rolling up to right field picked up in foul territory throw to second not in time so not so much for the no hitter graham boyd helps his own cause with a leadoff double You know, Boyd's a right-handed hitter. He just laid that bat
3: out, went the other way just inside the right field foul line. And Nate Tappenden from on the other side, the foul side of the right field line, made a heck of a throw to second base that almost got the runner. He's got a courtesy runner now for Boyd.
1: And that will be, you know, speak of the devil, we were talking about Aiden Burns. He is the courtesy runner. There he is. i bet we'll maybe try and see some stolen base action from him. First pitch to the catcher, Trenton Dalloway, is ball one. Next pitch, swing, grounder, gobbled up by Cam in the pitcher. Throw to first for the second out, for the first out, rather burns
10: stands at second good job by cam
3: he just got the little one bouncer and then had the the forethought to look burns back to second before he tossed it over to first that's a sign of a kid that's played a lot of baseball you're
1: right you're right and he and uh, his twin brother have done a lot of that First pitch to Owen Lewis is a strike. Just got a, another update from Game 2 of the softball doubleheader. After three innings, it's Coldwater 6, and Penn field nothing. Adding to the offensive fireworks, a two-run homer for Alexis Bills. Oh, wow, pitching and hitting tonight, yep. Alexis. Of course, Bills won the opener. Mackenzie Scheid is on the circle in the nightcap.
3: Yeah, that seems to be their pattern. Bill's in the opener, shied in the, the second game.
1: 0-2 pitch to Owen Lewis. Swing, grounder is going to be backhanded by the shortstop. And there's not going to be a play. The base runner Aiden Burns cutting in front of Evan Porter, and he was wise to realize that uh, by the time Owen Lewis made it to first, there wasn't going to be any sort of play. You're right. It was a good
3: decision by Evan Porter. He had to go quite a ways to his right. His momentum was going away from first, and just made the wise decision there to hang on to it.
1: So, if you were scoring that, would you call that an infield single or an error? I would. Yeah, it would be. A, it would be an infield single. I'll we'll tell you what, the Penfield uh, score on Game Changer a little bit more harsh. They uh, tallied him up for an error, and, and honestly, I w- don't really see that as an error because there wasn't really a throw. No, it wasn't.
3: It wasn't bobbled at all by Evan. It was no. just, it was just. It took probably five or six hops by the time it got to him. It was just a, a fairly hard hit ball, but just the grass slowed it up and didn't really have any play there.
1: You hear that, Bodie? We're giving Penfield another hit. One and zero. The count on Connor Beckwith, the starting first baseman. It's two and zero. A righty against the left-handed hitting Beckwith.
3: Yeah. The other point you made, Sean. The Burns was in front of Porter. He couldn't really charge the ball, squaring up to
1: bunt it, but it's a bunted foul, two and one. Yeah, he had to wait for the the runner to get by too. So, had an interesting anecdote about uh, the end of Penfield's boy boys basketball season. Uh, remember how uh, Ryan Peterson? Ended his uh, high school basketball career re- uh, throw to third. It's a drop by Johns, but uh, Burns wasn't taking off. Ryan Peterson ended last season as Penfield's all-time leading basketball scorer. Right. Penfield's season ended in the districts, but uh, former teammate Luke Davis is now Penfield's all-time leading basketball scorer by one point. Oh, 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 by just one point. Wow. Wow.
3: Well, I'll tell you, they did. They were, they've been fun to watch up there at Penfield the last
1: uh, few years, those two uh, young men. 3-1 on Connor Beckwith. Now 3-2 and two as Beckwith swings and misses. You've got Aiden Burns at third, Owen Lewis at first. Burns, the courtesy runner for the starting pitcher, Graham Boyd, you know, basketball teammates. Cardinals lead 2 nothing. Swing and a line drive curving foul, and it's going to be out of play. I think it actually hit the uh, uh, clubhouse. (laughs) The storage shed where they keep uh, all of the lawn and garden equipment that they use to keep Lyle Field in such immaculate shape. Well, that was Beckwith swinging late on Cam Heineman. Hey, off pitch on the way. Swing, hard grounder to second, throw to short relay to first and that's going to be a four six three double play
3: boy really nice job of turning that joe clausen with the excellent first pass and and uh, throw and then shortstop porter making the solid the throw to first
14: the no After
1: one and a half Two innings hits. complete, it's still cold water Two Penfield nothing. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. It's
6: great to have neighbors you can trust. You can count on in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Has Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Has Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at haskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess K. PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust.
7: You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Ticancha on Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Logan, Farmer, Garrett Johns, Evan Porter, the 7, 8, and 9 hitters do up for the Coldwater Cardinals. Bottom of the second inning, two runs, four hits, no errors, and one runner left for the Cardinals. No runs, two hits, no errors, nobody left, thanks in large part to the inning-ending 4-6-3 double play turned by Joe Clausen, Evan Porter, and Carter Bordner.
3: Boy, that was about as impressive a double play as you're going to see in high school baseball. It was not uh, real sharply hit to Joe, but took his time, got that throw to second, and then got by about a step at first.
1: The way Beckwith hit the ball, swinging a pop-up out of play, Logan Farmer with an 0-1 count. The way Beckwith hit that ball, I didn't think there was a chance of getting uh, getting the double play. I thought the uh, easiest play for Clausen would just be to uh, throw to first, take the run for the out, but by golly, good job proving me wrong. Yeah, nice, really nice uh, turn there by the guys. The one pitch, swing, and it's over the glove of the second baseman rolling into right center field. Farmer rounding first, and he's going to slide into second with a double.
3: <laughs> kind of a... Not only a head first uh, slide by the Logan, but
1: kind of hit,
3: hit the, the dirt a little early. Number in number
4: 13,
1: <laughs> I, I don't know who in the farmer family is going to be responsible for cleaning the uniform at the end of the night, but <laughs> most nights they won't mind. Tonight, maybe not so much because there's a lot of dirt on the left side of farmers'
3: Jersey. Uh, Logan taking a header into second base, but uh, really nice hit again into right center. <laughs> 0
1: 1 the count on Garrett Johns. You could hear the fans kind of getting a kick out of that. Swing, fly ball, deep to right field, and it's going to drop. Logan had to hold up, otherwise, he could have scored easily. Now he's being held up at third. Johns is held up at second he slides in the second <laughs> knocks over the shortstop the ball gets away from him and farmers eventually going to wind up scoring
3: <laughs> wow that was uh Garrett Johns it was it was kind of more of a fly ball but boy that ball just kept carrying it kept carrying and somehow it stayed in fair territory sure did nice <laughs> nicely done Garrett Johns, Farmer scoring on
1: the uh, um, error um, um, on um, the throw. Yeah. it was. It was it basically, uh, Humiston was kind of tripped as uh, Johns was getting back to second.
3: Yeah. Would be the first error of the game on the throw, allowing Farmer to score. Yeah, Garrett, a right-handed hitter. He put it down that right field line and got away from Penfield, right fielder. The
1: 1-1 pitch, grounder right to first. Beckwith steps on the bag. For the first out, Johns finally makes his way to third. For
6: the, Cardinal, the second baseman, number 11, Joe
7: Fawson.
1: That takes care of Evan Porter. Now back to the top of the order and Joe Claussen. Penfield is uh, tallying that an E2, an error by the catcher throwing to the shortstop covering second. The throw actually kind of got away from Humiston and had insult to injury. He was tipped, tripped by a sliding Garrett Johns. Yeah.
3: One out for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the second.
1: swing, and a line drive to right center field. John scores, and it's now 4-0. RBI single for Clawson. Two for
5: two. Yeah, Joe had that bunt single to start the uh, two-run
3: first, and now a nice solid hit going the other way to drive in Garrett
1: Johns. Cole Barker tripled back in the first. Throw to first, and Joe Clawson slides back.
3: Well, we saw Joe steal a base in the first.
1: Clawson's taking off, and the throw to home plate got away from the catcher, Trenton Dalloway. Clawson takes second easily, uh, but... He won't get credit for the stolen base. Just call it a pass ball.
3: Yeah. Ball was not in the dirt. It was about waist high, but on the inside part of the plate. Cole Barker, the left hand hitter,
1: had to slide out of the way. The 1 0 pitch. Big lead by Clawson. He gets back in time on the next pitch, which. Did the home plate umpire go up with his hand? No, he didn't. It's 2 0. Yeah. Kind of one extreme to the other there, Boyd. Now a high fastball inside, make it 3 and 0 on Barker. The grounder hits um, square in the thigh. Yeah, hit by pitch. Cole Barker is going to trot down to first. Number
6: 24, Nate Bapinan.
1: Clausen was halfway between second and third, but he'll go back to second. Tapitan singled back in the first. Scored a run. Hard hit ball, too, right down the right field. Now Clausen's taking off. Throw to third is not going to be in time. That's a stolen base for Clausen. Barker advancing to second on the throw to third. 1-0 on Tappenden. Two runners now in scoring position. The Cardinals want to add on to their 4-0 lead here in the bottom of the second. Cardinals won the opener 4-1. Swing and a hard grounder. It stayed in fair territory. Clausen scores. Barker not that far behind. Ball rolled all the way to the fence, and it's going to be a stand-up double for Tappenden. Well, that ball was almost identical to Nate's first hit in the first inning.
3: He even pulled it a little more. It was only about two feet on the uh, to the left of first
1: base. Drive into six to nothing. Cardinals here. He's got another update from the softball doubleheader. We'll give it to you after the first pitch to Brendan Massey, which is going to be ball one. After three innings, Cold Water. No, that was the last uh, update. After four, it's now 8 nothing. Goldwater. Oh, Charlie Nisley with an RBI double. Shine with an RBI double. Similar to this game here so far. Tappenden steals third on the 2-0 pitch. Throw to first was not in time. Tappenden slides in and short leadoff for Nate. 2 pitch from Graham Boyd. Swing, hard grounder, booted away by the second baseman. Tappan's going to score, and Massey is going to take first on the E4. Now batting for the
6: Cardinals, the first baseman, number six, Carter Bordner.
3: Yeah, that was a hard hit ball to the right of the second baseman. Couldn't quite make that
1: backhand stop. It is now 7-0 Cardinals. The first pitch to Carter Bordner is a ball outside. Well, in Penfield, you know, they
3: might just need to get some innings out of Graham Boyd uh, with that doubleheader tomorrow
1: as well. And the doubleheader Friday. Line drive in the shallow right field. Massey chugging towards second. On to third. The throw is to the shortstop covering. Bordner wanted to stretch his single out to a double, but a good throw. Back into the infield. Bordner will be held to a single. Massey's at third. And here's
3: Brock Thornton. So Coach Spangler had to hit and run on there, sending Massey from first, and he got all the way over to third. Nice uh, piece of hitting by Bordner going right up the, again, right center area. We've seen a lot of the cardinal hits go to that direction tonight, and and by the right-hand hitters, you know that's uh, going the other way a little. Like you know, they always talk about Miguel Cabrera, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, going that, and that's that's good hitting.
1: Seven nothing Cardinals, eleven hits already up on the board for the boys in red and white. Runners at the corners, first pitch swinging. Brock Thornton cranks it to left center field. And that's going to get all the way to the fence. Massey scores a stand-up double for Brock Thornton. Bordner takes third. And the Cardinals now have an 8-0 lead. Boy, Brock really got
3: into that one. He pulled it into left center. And boy, Graham Boyd. Uh, well, this could be, this could be a pitching change here now. Graham has really been hit hard. Eight runs in these first two innings.
1: This is only the first trip by head coach Ron Moran to the hill here in this half inning.
9: Yeah, he
14: was out there
1: once in the first inning. but So we let off the half inning with Logan Farmer. Lucas Wishmeyer is going to come in and hit. Based on what we heard from uh, RPA announcer, Bodie Bates. Is he going to be running? well did he say that he was hitting or was he being inserted Uh, no logan's there he's taking a few cuts uh where uh, wishmeyer might be the courtesy runner for brock thornton if i heard that correctly yeah i think you're right
3: brock's still (laughs) talking with coach spangler at third or, or i should say bordner yeah, looks like Lucas is going to run for Thornton at second. Yep. And here's our new pitcher
1: for the Panthers. And it is uh, the guy that we have been talking about off and on during this game, Aiden Burns. Yeah. That's
3: probably why we didn't see him in the first game. They were holding him in case they needed him in this game to pitch. Nice curve he just put in there continues to take his warm-up tosses. Well, the Cardinals have come out swinging here in game two. Eight runs, a couple of uh, Penfield errors, but a lot of hitting by the Cardinals. Following up game one when they won four to one in the opener behind Nate Tappenden. Trying to remain undefeated in the I-8 with this uh, possible doubleheader sweep here tonight.
1: Right now, eight runs on ten hits for the Cardinals. They haven't yet to commit an error. Meanwhile, a couple of errors now up on the board for Penfield. No runs on two hits. it would be impressive for the Cardinals if they... uh, Get this entire doubleheader without an error. Yes, it would. As uh, Aiden Burns continues to take his warm-up tosses, he is wearing a forest green jersey under uh, a forest green hoodie underneath the uh, yellow jersey, green numerals, white trim. Aiden is a senior.
3: Imagine he'll play some basketball somewhere
1: next year first pitch to Logan Farmer well that's not an auspicious start it bounced about 5 feet in front of home plate ball 1 yeah it looks like Aiden was trying to
3: trying to uh, use a curveball to start the uh, at bat against Logan
1: Next pitch, swing, grounder. It's a slow roller picked up by the third baseman. I think the toss was to the second baseman covering.
3: Yeah, that was a really, really good hustle play by the second baseman, who is Graham Boyd, who was uh, pitching, because uh, Aiden was not going to get over there to cover. First baseman had to range wide to his right. So good hustle by Boyd to just get
1: Logan Farmer. Bordner scored. Wischmeier, the courtesy runner for Brock Thornton, advancing to third. It's now nine-nothing Cardinals. First pitch to Garrett Johns. I think that was ball one. Next pitch, swing, rounder. Went through the wickets of the third baseman and Wishmeyer scores. Third error committed by the Panthers.
6: Number twenty-five, Evan Porter.
1: Johns is at first. Who got that? Is, yeah, who got that error, Sean? Uh, the third baseman. Third baseman, okay. It is now ten nothing. Cardinals leading Penfield. First pitch swinging, Evan Porter grounds it to right field. And the hits just keep on coming.
6: <laughs> now, batting for the Cardinals, the second baseman, number 11, Joe Clawson.
1: Back to Joe Clawson. Eric Johns is at second, Evan Porter at first.
3: Cardinals have batted around in more here in the second inning.
1: The way things are going, they could conceivably bat around twice. Now, mind you, there are two outs here, bottom of the second inning. Yep. Ball one to Joe Clausen. Batting for the third time,
3: and this is the bottom of the second. Cardinal leadoff man.
1: Next pitch from Aiden Burns is a strike.
3: Yep, Burns likes to snap off that curveball. He's
1: gotten the last couple in there. Swing and a pop-up to the screen. So I did get uh, another defensive change for Pinfield. Tyler Wolfersberger, who started at second, is now playing center field.
3: Yeah, Graham Boyd, the pitcher went to second base,
1: swinging a grounder to the third base side. Yep, just foul. Runners hustling as was Joe down the line. So I would dare say that Aiden Burns will be hitting in Owen Lewis's spot in the lineup. Should that position uh, come around, either in the third or fourth inning. He was the center fielder. No, he didn't even start. He was the courtesy runner. Owen Lewis was the starting center fielder. Mm-hmm. Another foul. And, well, that, and that would probably keep the DH in play, Josh Miller. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Joe hanging tough here. The count
3: of one and two. Two outs. Bottom of the second. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, Burns didn't get the curve over. Joe patiently hanging on. It was inside.
1: Swing. Grounder knocked down by the third baseman. He steps on the bag to get Garrett Johns out. And that ends the inning. But eight big runs come across. They lead 10-0 after two. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. Is your credit holding you back from getting
4: a better vehicle? Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram can help with guaranteed approval options for low credit and no credit buyers. Come in and test drive one of the many quality
6: new and used vehicles on the lot. And if you don't find what you're looking for, just let the Bobilia
4: team know. They'll get to work finding you the right vehicle. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Bobilia, or Dean Bobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Bobilia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Goldwater. And Bobilia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram always
6: offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule.
4: Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on U.S. 12 across from the airport Coldwater or visit mobilia.com, B-O-B-I-L-Y-A.com.
0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.
1: 10 runs on 11 hits, no errors, and three runners left for Coldwater. No runs, two hits, three errors, and nobody left for Penfield. We've reached the third inning. Isaac Lynn Miles leading things off. Yeah,
3: the Cardinals have really hit Graham Boyd, the starter, hard here.
1: See if... uh, Cam Heineman can hold him in here in the top of the third. Well, so far so good. Lynn Miles swings and misses at Heineman's first offering. Yeah, he scattered two hits in the early going. Josh Miller and Cam Humiston to follow here, top of the third inning. Next pitch is a ball outside. No walks either
3: by Heineman, and following just two by the starter, Nate Tappanen. Just
1: one strikeout, but we'll see what happens here as Lynn Miles follows the next pitch toward Hatch Avenue, one and two. Got a scoring update from the softball twin bill after five. Coldwater with a nine-nothing lead. Kenzie Scheid had a perfect game going through five, but it was broken up in the sixth on a leadoff single. Swing and miss for strike three. Brock Thornton picks up, tosses the first to complete the strikeout. So there is Cam Heinemann's second strikeout.
6: Number eighteen, Joshua Miller.
1: Base is empty, one out, top of the third inning. Cardinal baseball team leading ten nothing. They won the opener four to one. Basketball down the middle. It's strike one to Josh Miller. Heineman doing a good job throwing strikes here so far. and That's top of the third. Swing and a miss, strike two. Wind up in the next pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Right. So first two hitters, the eight,
3: nine hitters for Penfield, striking out to start the third. Comes the
1: top of the Can order the now. Cam one, Humiston Cam popped Harrison. out to the shortstop first at bat. Oh, well, we got a chance for Cam Heineman to strike out the side, possibly. Swing and a miss, strike one. Especially if uh, the penfield hitters keep swinging like that.
3: You know, looking at the uh, Panther roster, Sean, they have five seniors, but... Really, so far, Aiden Burns has been the only one we've seen. Next pitch, inside, one and
1: one. Well, you do have... uh, Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And one of those seniors, I was told by Coach Rob Moran, is an exchange student from Germany, Julius Vetcherek. Oh, yeah need experience for those exchange kits to be part of things. Especially if there's not much of a baseball culture uh, like I suspect there is in Germany. Now now in the Netherlands I understand they have a pretty decent baseball culture. Just think of Bert Blylovin, for example.
3: 2-2 pitch.
1: What did that Quunt do? Him.
3: Yeah, got him on the wrist there. But now the... Uh, home plate umpire is saying what he's thinking it it is bat
1: huh? and uh the rob moran the uh, head coach in the third base coaches box comes over pleads his case yep now says, we're going to get a conference between the two umpires yep it says check with your partner there because that uh that plunked my guy You know, if it really did uh, plunk him, he could be uh, make a more convincing uh, uh, ca- uh, acting now case here. Like,
4: Number nine, Connor, shake his arm
1: like it was stinging. Yeah, it's, now um, Randy Spangler will come out and talk to the home plate umpire. Yeah, it, it sure looked like it hit him, and of course uh, it's would be yeah, his now, back to us. But Now you understand why I asked uh, uh, what happened, because even down on the field there's – two or three different interpretations of what happened.
3: Well, and sometimes it is hard to to tell when that ball comes in on you and you can't get out of the way. Does it hit the bat? Does it hit the hand? He acted like it hit his hand, that's for sure. So they do award him first base. Two outs here in the top of the third, runner at
1: first. In steps, Connor Vogel. First pitch is outside on the fastball, want to know. We look beyond the left field fence, and uh, we see both the Coldwater and Penfield uh, varsity girls soccer teams running back and forth uh, across the field as their game is probably about a half hour in. Yeah, Brock Thornton with a nice whip down to Bordner at first. Made a close play on the Penfield uh runner down there i believe the count is two and oh now three and zero.
3: well cam has not walked a batter yet let's see if he can keep it that way here
1: maybe that was three oh yeah that, that was
3: ball, ball four yep First walk of the game.
6: Now, batting for the
13: Panthers, number five, Tyler
3: Wolfersberger. Brock Thornton's going to go out and talk to Heinemann. He uh, hit the leadoff man and then walked Vogel. Actually, uh, hit Cam Humiston uh, with two outs. Yeah. Struck out those first two, the bottom two
1: hitters in the order. First pitch to Tyler Wolfersberger. Is a fly ball to Nate Tappen in at right. Can of corn out there. Big <laughs> high fly. Got no that third run, out.
6: No Panthers,
1: strand two. Go we head the to the bottom of the, in the inning. Bottom Carter, of the third, it's 10 0 Cardinals. You're listening to Cardinal Nancy. Baseball on WTVB.
11: Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist spring season is here. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this blooming real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com.
6: Matt Halett Homes has a new model home and they can't wait for you to tour it. With all the new features, it's sure to be a favorite. Just ask the Halets. This place is sweet.
4: If we lived here, this would be my room. Hey, let's act like we do live here and get this place cleaned up.
12: Who wants to sweep, dust, shine up the sinks? Garrett, Carson, Brody? I just remembered I have homework. Bye.
6: Ask about special pricing on the new model. Visit MattHaletHomes.com or stop by and see them on US 12 east of Coldwater. Matt Halett Homes, built around family.
0: AM 15 90, FM 95.5 WTVB
1: Cole Barker, Nate Tappet and Brendan Massey, the 2, 3 and 4 hitters do up for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the third inning. 10 runs on 11 hits. No errors. 3 runners left. No runs. 2 hits. 3 errors and now 2 runners left for Penfield. Uh, between innings, Coldwater head coach Randy Spangler having a conversation with a base umpire. Uh, still debating the merits of What was uh, eventually called a hit-by-pitch, allowing Cam Humiston to take first back in the top of the inning. (laughs) Pretty animated discussion on Coach Spangler's part.
12: Now he's
3: going to the third base. Coach's box and in steps Cole Barker here in the bottom of
1: the third. Tripled and was hit by a pitch. Scored a run. First pitch from Aiden Burns to the left-handed hitting Cole Barker inside and down in the dirt. Next pitch to Barker. Eye and outside, 2-0.
3: Cardinals have certainly had their uh, hitting shoes on in this second game.
1: 11 hits through just two innings. Seven in the second, four in the first. There's a strike. Two and one on Barker.
3: Batted around in that second inning and more and eight runs.
1: Three balls and a strike on Barker. Just got an update from a softball and it's a final score, 10-0 Cardinals. So they wind up sweeping the twin bill and shutting out Penfield in the process. Back here, it's ball four to Cole Barker. He draws a leadoff walk.
14: Now back into the Cardinals.
3: Well, we mentioned Burns has really featured that curveball, and he just couldn't throw it for a strike against the left-hand hitter Barker. And here's another lefty up now, and that's Nate Tappenden. Nate's had a couple of really strong uh, pulled hits down
1: the right field line. Single and a double. It's halfway to the cycle. First pitch here is fouled and out of play. Nate's looking to play uh, baseball
3: at the next level next year as well.
1: no one pitch swing fly ball deep to right field going back and right at the fence and it's going to be another double for tappetan boy he
3: got into that one just about hit the fence on the fly
6: parker advances to third
1: It's almost as if uh, Nate Tappanen's a little bit greedy and wanting more of these McDonald's player of the game uh, <laughs> recognitions at the end of the night for your local area McDonald's restaurants, although he doesn't get anything for being named McDonald's player of the game, just recognition for a job well done by the broadcast team here at WTVB. Not even a Big Mac. Nope. I'll tell you, the right it's fielder. Gonna, it's going to say the MHSAA said, uh-uh, can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> 1-0 pitch to Brendan Massey is going to be 2-0 uh, high and tight. You were saying about the right fielder? Yeah, he, uh, you know, had, I guess didn't realize how
3: well that ball was hit. Got back a little slow, but he's got that sun right in his eyes right now. 2-1 and, one on Massey. And that ball of Nate's was, it was really high in the air, too.
1: Massey could very easily drive home, too. The one swing of the bat. Check swing. He did not get across, and that was outside and low. Aiden Burns got a curveball across. It's 3-1. and At the completion of this half inning, uh, We'll give you a recap of game two of the softball doubleheader from our Jim Measle as Massey follows the next pitch for Maiden Burns out of play. And yep. out of my line of sight, you had a better look at it. Yep, got into the uh, almost of the bullpen
3: area over there. Again, first baseman Beckwith, he's got some wheels. He's he has had about four or five sprints over there tonight
1: full count on brendan massey who doubled got on board on an e4 swing and a high short pop-up short stops calling for it. now in comes the left fielder the shortstop drops the fly ball yeah is loaded
3: nobody
14: out the first baseman, number six, i don't think the he ever
3: got a got a mid on it that was that was a tough play even though it was a mile high fly ball Tough play for the shortstop out in shallow left field, and that ball just moved around too much on him and couldn't get a glove on it.
1: And you know what? The Penfield game changer is actually agreeing with you and is going to give Brendan Massey the benefit of the doubt in the single. Yeah, never never touched his glove. He, uh... From uh, my vantage point, uh, my, uh, mind you, uh, bit through the netting it looked like it might have so yeah coach spangler
3: explaining to the umpires we're taking the dh out that would be brendan massey yeah and the courtesy runner is going to run for the pitcher yeah okay
1: Oh, it sounds like Cam Heinemann's day on the hill is going to be done, which not necessarily a bad thing, uh, given that the Cardinals have the doubleheader scheduled against Portage Central on Friday and uh mini-tournament up at Portage Northern on Saturday. Well, he's got... Uh, Cardinals need to preserve pitchers, too.
3: Yeah. He's got three strikeouts through his three innings of work, and... Just one walk.
1: Gave up a couple hits. So Cole Heineman is, technically speaking, running for uh, Cam Heineman. The DH is now out. There you go. <clears throat> Oh, maybe we'll see Cam Heineman uh, get a fourth inning of work in if the, it comes to that. Oh my goodness. Bad fielding error by the third baseman. He was charging the ball and it went underneath his glove and Cole Barker scores to make it 11-0. Now for the
14: yeah, he did boot
3: that one. It wasn't, wasn't that hard hit. Came in on the grass and just didn't get it. We had no errors at all by either team in game one, but Penfield's kind of racking them up here in game two. They're fourth. Yeah.
1: Swing, Ooh. fly ball by Brock Thornton. The left field gets out of here! <laughs> Boy, Brock got gone. into that one. A grand salami for Brock Ooh. Thornton. Oh, my. And that should be the ball game.
3: Yeah, that's... Uh,
1: that would be 15 runs. Exactly.
3: There you go. There you go. It's going to make a
1: short evening of it. And once Brock Thornton... Tramps on home plate. It's now a fifteen nothing game. Mercy rule kicks into effect, and the Cardinals sweep the doubleheader. I think we just found our player of the game. Sure, <laughs> double and a home run for Brock Thornton. Meanwhile, the Penfield players are still kind of stunned, uh, going, uh, "What? W- wait, wait, what just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're. Uh... Now they're being called uh, to the dugout uh, to form the handshake line at the end of the night. In three innings, Coldwater beating Penfield in the nightcap, fifteen to nothing. Seeing we had what just one out in that third inning.
6: Thanks to a walk-off grand slam by Brock Thornton.
1: See, or did we have any? I don't think we had any.
3: <laughs> we did not. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, yep. So, a short evening here in Game Two. The Cardinal hitters making it that
1: way. Cardinals improved to eleven and two overall, six and zero in the Interstate. Eight Penfield drops to six and ten overall, two and four in league play. Sweeping the Twin Bill four-one in the opener. Ten nothing in three innings in the nightcap. As we mentioned, the softball team. Got 10 0 wins over Penfield, both ends of their doubleheader. We will go ahead and take this two minute break and be back with our post game wrap, including a wrap from game two at the Rotary Softball Complex. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. You know
7: what we like to do on Friday nights? Of course I do. So you're saying you know we're coming to the Willows for the Friday night all you can eat fish fry.
2: Of course. Everybody loves the Willows Friday night fish fry. Alaskan pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown, or enjoy a three-piece dinner. Both include crinkle-cut fries and house-made coleslaw.
7: The Friday night fish fry sounds perfect, but I also heard the Philly steak and cheese is now on special
2: on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Our Philly Steak and cheese is delicious, and you can custom make it any way you want.
7: Hey, let's talk Willow Burgers.
2: The Jalapeno Cheddar Willow Burger, grilled to perfection. A third or half-pound burger with a kick. Or try the Cowboy Willow Burger.
7: Giddy up! I love a delicious Cowboy Willow Burger with cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce, topped with an onion ring. Or try the Olive Burger, the Mushroom and Swiss Burger, or create your own Willow Burger.
2: Follow the Willows Bar and Grill on Facebook too.
5: The Willows Bar and Grill just. East of River Road on U.S. 12 in Coldwater. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream at Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in Coldwater. Mancino's Creamery is now open serving Ashby's Sterling Silver ice cream. Delicious and a perfect treat. And this month pizza specials, a dollar off a medium, 2 dollars off a large and 3 dollars off an extra large pizza. Or when it comes to grinders, get a whole pizza grinder for 10.99 or a half for just 5.99 on freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat or white. Ask for specials when ordering or try any of the Mancino's delicious grind- or specialty pizzas, like the Mancino's Pride, pepperoni, ham, sausage, green peppers, mushroom, onion, black olives, and lots of cheese. We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders too. We cater any size get together, parties, company lunches, or just because the crowds at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole pizza grinder for ten ninety nine, or a half for just five ninety nine, or a dollar off a medium, two dollars off a large, and three dollars off an extra large pizza. Mancino's on the hill next to Gander RV on Willowbrook Road, Coldwater. AM
0: 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Welcome back to Lau Field, and uh, look, we're going to be done before 8 o'clock, Murph. Yeah, 7.30. Boy, a quick one here in Game 2. As the Cardinals win in three innings, 15-0, uh, they cranked out 14 hits.
3: Yeah, they did. They had the, uh, the hitting close on here in Game 2,
1: and... And, again, just a a very impressive doubleheader sweep here. 4-1 in the opener. And as we mentioned, the Cardinals won both ends of the softball doubleheader over at the Rotary Softball Complex. Let's get a wrap on the
8: second game from our Jim Measle. Well, Sean, the Cardinals used the long ball in winning the second ball game, 10 nothing over Penfield. A solo homer by Carly Nisley in the first inning kind of set the tone for the night. Alexis Bills added a two-run homer in the third. Brianna Omo had three RBIs and two hits, giving her five hits and five ribbies for the doubleheader. Jayla Foster, Kylie Rice, Nisley. Kenzie shied all with two hits. Shied the winning pitcher. She tossed a one-hit shutout and struck out ten. Cardinals sweep the doubleheader, winning both games by scores of ten to nothing. I'm Jim miso All right,
1: thanks, me We're now joined by the head coach of the Cardinal baseball team, Randy Spangler. Uh, you may have heard the softball team uh, swept Penfield ten nothing in both games, and it was a sweep here. Uh, pitcher battle in uh, game one and uh, boy, the Cardinals were able to slug the ball with authority in the nightcap.
10: Yeah, it was good. First, congrats to softball for winning that doubleheader. But yeah, it was good for us too and uh, finally a little timing, a little uh, situational hitting in game one. I thought that was just a great baseball game, win or lose. Uh, neither team gave anything away and we had to earn it and seemed like uh, all four runs were on a timely hit. I think we got one hit by pitch, but We got somebody on, stole a base or something, so that was neat. And in game two, uh, their depth showed a little bit on their uh, pitching staff, but when that happens, you got to take advantage of it, and boy, did we. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that first game, Coach, uh, no errors by either team. And then for you on the night, no errors. Yeah. That's impressive.
10: Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, and, uh, you know, we're getting there. We keep talking about little things matter. We got to do things right. We got to stay focused, and it's been nice. We're not, you know, we don't have a ton of guys on the team, but we brought a few JVs to kind of motivate a little bit to say, hey, you know, we're still going to be here. You got to learn the ropes, but, you know, we like guys to settle in, but we still want them to know there's a little competition out there, and I I think everybody's buying into that and doing a good job, and then, You know, Marsden's supposed to come off the DL tomorrow, so that'll add just a little more competitive edge to everybody. And then, uh, you know, I think they're buying into the things that we try and do each year. We say every year we'll be good if we believe in the little things.
1: Marsden coming off of the injured list uh, just in time for the potential Portage gauntlet for Friday and Saturday.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's, uh, that's, uh, I don't know if... uh, Mr. Farmer, what happened on that deal? But Saturday is a, a kind of a invitational, not really a tournament. It's a mm-hmm. predetermined. We play Hudson and Portage Northern. Was it Hudson or Hudsonville? I thought it said Hudson on okay. my list, but uh, mm-hmm. so anyhow, it doesn't matter. But you know, we're a D1 team getting into the tournament. Uh, we saw the district draw. You know, very promising there. If we don't stumble and play hard and do things well, uh, you know, like we got a chance there and. Uh, you know, we like to think we always have a chance, but it'll be good. But we just got to keep working hard and getting better. It's
1: still been kind of challenging to get into a routine with the way the
10: weather has been. Right, exactly. We talked about that the other day that, you know, here it is, what, the 4th of May. Mm-hmm. And we still feel like we're, you know, each year you try and get trust on each side or what you think is going to happen. And we're still kind of going, hmm, we kind of were getting it. Then we had, what, eight, nine, ten days off. And then, okay, now we're back. So we're beginning to see it. So hopefully, uh, I think rain again Friday. But hopefully it will dry out Saturday enough to get something in. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep working at it. And, again, I think the guys are figuring it out. And uh, we've been excited. They've been working hard and uh, picking each other up and competing. So that's all you can ask for. My my last
1: question as we head through the Second half of the I 8 schedule. Who will provide the biggest challenge to the Cardinals going forward as far as uh, league competition?
10: Mm, I don't know. Penfield beat Parma two games. Uh, Northwest is playing Parma tonight. I think they had a water issue. Mm -hmm. I think it was supposed to be at Parma, but their field was wet, so they Mm. moved it to Northwest. I mean, all kinds of creative stuff. I think Lumen Christie can be pretty good. You know, Hastings swept Penfield. I think, uh, you know, anybody on any given day can kind of compete here in this league. They're usually the teams are decent, maybe uh, one good pitcher, one average pitcher, a little less. So, But, you, you know, you got to come every day to play. But I think, uh, you know, I think Parma will give us a battle, Northwest and, you know, Lumen, and then Hastings won a little bit. So mm-hmm. we'll just see. But we just go out there and say we got to do what we got to do, and then we'll figure it out. So in
1: other words, you're saying uh, the rest of the way uh, uh, on the league
10: side there is no off night. No, no, there's never an off night in the league. So... Where, you know which we like you know in the old days we could say one or two teams that we could lay off and do things and then like um, like,
1: like the big two and the little six
10: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so
3: how about your pitching tonight coach what did you think about your... Oh, I
10: thought it was fantastic you know the number of walks were down uh, you know we get into that a little bit we're still working you know off speed a little bit getting better uh, you know Nate has been around you know you kind of have some of an expectation but he definitely exceeded that.
1: Uh, Almost got the complete game tonight.
10: Yeah, uh, darn pitch count. And I yeah. think he was in shape to do it, but he could
1: then, have if, uh, if that uh, darn pitch count would have let,
10: wouldn't have let him. Right. Know. And right. so we're still trying to polish his off-speed pitches a little bit, and he's getting better with it. Uh, working on getting the ball down. You know, uh, we know when it comes to district time, the bigger, better schools. You know, you can't make as many mistakes, but tonight he didn't make many. And then uh, Cam, what a pleasant surprise. Uh, in and uh he heats it up pretty good for just a little guy and uh he comes firing and uh he's uh, his curveball's gotten better tonight he threw a couple changeups that were uh good off speed down in the zone and uh you know it's just been good we've you know moved a few guys around to new positions i think everybody's buying into that and so we're just going to keep playing and hopefully we play friday and saturday and see what happens Randy Spangler, uh, head coach of the
1: Coldwater Cardinals, we're hoping to see you back here Friday for the Twin Bill against Portage Central.
10: We hope so too. We talked about it. we haven't got the big tarp out yet, but I don't know how many holes are in it, so we'll see if it helps or hinders us. But we might practice that tomorrow a little bit.
1: Yeah, I was I was going to say I don't know how much more uh, diamond dry you have, but you. Looked like you used uh, quite a bit of it on the uh, infield, not for tonight.
10: Yeah, there was a lot of water on it this morning, and it's just, I mean, everywhere is saturated, you know.
1: Is that what uh, held up
3: Logan on that slide into (laughs) second (laughs) there?
10: We'll go with that. (laughs) We'll go with the the rough terrain, the wet terrain. But a couple of the other guys said, ooh, you don't go very far when you slide tonight, Coach. There were a couple ugly ones, but it was fun, and thanks, guys, for being here. All
1: right. uh, We hope to see you Friday, then. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. It is Randy Spangler joining us on our post-game show. It's a clean sweep for the Coldwater Cardinal baseball team over Penfield. 4-1 in the opener. And in the nightcap, 15 nothing, 15 runs, 14 hits, no errors, and three left for the Cardinals. No runs, two hits, four errors, two left for Penfield. Winning pitcher Cam Heineman threw 40 pitches, 25 of them for strikes. He only gave up uh, the two hits. No runs, one walk, three strikeouts. Yeah, nice
3: job. Nice job by Cam. You know, the, the Heineman twins, you know, they grew up out in our neighborhood, out in the farm area, and uh, good to see them doing so well. A couple juniors, along with Garrett Johns, uh, making an impact for the Cardinals here, those younger players
1: supporting this heavy senior lineup. And if I'm uh, looking at my score sheet, everybody got at least a hit in the... Uh in the nightcap for the Cardinals.
3: Boy, I'll tell you, they, they had the bats going for sure. And as Coach said, you know, uh, uh, Penfield, I think, just wanted to get through that second game. They've got all kinds of games coming. And and uh, the kid that pitched the opener there did a really nice job. And, and that, they didn't have too much after that. Talking about the
1: losing pitcher in the opener, Tyler Wolfersberger, who, mind you, right. is a sophomore. Yeah, right. Uh, for Penfield, Graham Boyd uh, taking the loss. He only lasted an inning and a, th- a third. Uh, he gave up uh, ten runs, seven of them earned on ten hits. Wasn't able to strike out anybody, but didn't walk anybody either. Aiden Burns did get a walk. Uh, gave up the other five runs for them, earned on four hits. Neither Penfield pitcher in the nightcap was able to strike out a cold water hitter.
3: Yeah, yeah and
1: uh... Cardinals took advantage of it and made a short evening. Let's see, Joe Clausen with a couple of singles. Cole Barker with a triple. Uh, Nate Tapperton uh, three for three, with a single and two doubles. Uh, double and a single for Brendan Massey. Uh, single for Carter Bordner. Brock Thornton had a double and a grand slam to end the game. Logan Farmer had a double, Garrett Johns a double, and Evan Porter a single. Lots of hits. What did we say we had? Was it 14? 14,
3: 14 in, in only two innings, really. We didn't have an out in that third inning.
13: <laughs> wow.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants, and uh, I think we know who we're going to name our McDonald's player of the game. <laughs>
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Brock Thornton for McDonald's player of the game in the nightcap.
0: Well, that grand
3: slam kind of sealed it there <laughs> <laughs> for Brock. And uh, yeah, he had a he had a real good night, both game one and two from his catching position. And uh,
1: just good stuff for him, the senior catcher, Brock Thornton. Let's see, in the opener, he was hit by a pitch, stole a base, and scored a run. Also struck out twice. Uh, No such issues in the nightcap. Uh, He grounded out to the shortstop and then had a double and the Grand Slam homer to end the game. Congratulations to catcher Brock Thornton, our McDonald's player of the game. Uh, Also, uh, not showing up in the box score. All of the stops that he uh, had to make of uh, some of the... uh, off speed pitches that didn't quite go the way that either uh, Cam Heineman or uh, Nate Tappan wanted them to go.
3: Yeah, those last couple innings, Nate was uh, was giving him a good work out there in the dirt, but uh, but he got the job done and uh, yeah, it was good to see.
1: Well, The Cardinals improving to 11 and 2, and they're scheduled to host Portage Central on Friday. That, of course, is uh, pending the weather. Uh, interesting about Portage Central. You may remember that last year they made it all the way to the Division 1 State Championship game, lost a grand blank 8 to 3 and finished the season 35 and 5. That was a very senior dominated team coming into their scheduled double header against Lakeview tomorrow night they're a respectable 7 and 5 overall and uh, 2 and 2 in the Smack West 6 and 2 overall among uh, all the Smack teams so and uh, they showed up in the last Michigan High School Baseball Coaches Association rankings uh, i think they're like 18th or 19th Portage uh, Portage Northern their crosstown rival a little bit higher in the coaches poll so we talked about the uh, gauntlet uh, Coldwater going to the Portage Northern uh, Round Robin tournament on uh, Saturday after the scheduled twin bill against Portage Central on Friday. Well, and and you know, Coach Spangler of course likes to get a lot
3: of good competition for his teams and going. He's got to run that D one <laughs> gauntlet. Uh, luckily, we have the district here, and uh, you know, sounds like we have a good shot at that. So uh, they'll get them ready for sure.
1: Provided the rain holds off, we'll be back here Friday at around 525, joining the doubleheader in progress. As always, we hope you can join us. If that gets canceled, our next scheduled broadcast action, and we talked about it briefly, The what should be a showdown for first place in the I-8 softball race, Coldwater hosting Jackson Northwest on May 17th.
3: Boy, that'll be a good one to see. Uh, I may try and get down to that if we don't have a tennis match that night because, uh, yeah, Bill DeBose got the girls playing fantastic in all three areas, just like
1: the boys we saw tonight. So uh, that'll be a good one. That's the story from here at Lau Field for Justin Lopshire, back at the WTVB studios, producing and engineering our broadcast, and for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson signing off from the baseball home of the Cardinals. They sweep a doubleheader from Penfield, 4-1 in the opener, 15-0 in three innings in the nightcap. Good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the Sports Boosters Club Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers Paul Lang of Alien Wood Mortgage Lender Obelia Chrysler Dodge D. Bram Branch County Abstract and Title Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler Case Realty Group CNO Insurance Culey's Jewelry El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant Furniture and Mattress Warehouse Haskawid PC Hillside Motor Sales Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery Mancino's Pizza and Grinders Matt Hale Homes McDonald's of Branch County Midwestern Realty Group Nottawa Gas Company Surpro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties Union Palette and Container Edward Jones Financial Advisor BJ West Will Bar and Grill and Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jay Wright. The voice of Branch
0: County for high school sports. AM 1590, WTVB Coldwater, and FM 95.5, W238CD Coldwater.